Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power of Color Radio, where color is our passion and our companion in this transforming world. Here's your host, Arlene Arnold. Hello, everyone. We're so glad that you're here. Um, Leslie Romine, who is our trainer for complementary color therapy, is here with me. And um, we are here to talk about gratitude. It's a wonderful time of year to talk about gratitude. And I don't know about the rest of you, but I was making pies this afternoon in preparation for a wonderful time with my family tomorrow. And um, But I know that it can also be a very difficult time of year. So we're going to talk today about how gratitude can be a choice that's not based on your circumstances. But first I want to just say to you, all of you, that uh, there are many opportunities through uh, thepowerofcolor.com, which is our main website, for you to uh, come to events. and we are going to be starting up classes again in January. And I also wanted to let you know that Leslie and I are available for individual sessions because I know that things come up this time of year and it's a really important time of year for you to feel like you you can get some help when you need it. So please, when you can, go to thepowerofcolor.com. And if you will go into the menu and go to events, you'll see the things that are coming up, some of them in Vancouver, Washington, some down uh, near Leslie, down in Corvallis and Albany and Salem, uh, Oregon. And then we will be planning some things that will be online as well so that all of you from anywhere can be involved in that. So um, just thank you so much for uh, being here, and we're excited to be able to offer this opportunity to you to look at how you can be in gratitude even when things don't seem right. And um, Leslie, would you like to just say a word to folks and and hello to them? Oh, sure. We're just glad to be here with you today and sharing um, about gratitude and about this time of year. And um, we know that there's a lot going on and uh, and all over the place and that there are places where we can find and where we can really move into that place of, of a deep gratitude. So we're looking forward to sharing that with you today. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things I noticed as I was getting ready, because I'd been making pies and doing a lot of different things. So in order to get myself present and in the moment, I did something that you can always do when you're in the midst of holidays and something doesn't feel quite right. We call it the rainbow sweep. And if you can just imagine that all the colors that are on earth can come up from the earth, up through your body, up through your energy field, (coughs) excuse me, and then go all the way out to the central sun and bring the beautiful colors from there down through you and ground those into the ground. And once you do that a couple of times, that really clears you. I now feel grounded. I feel present. And I feel like I can be available to operate through my heart. Oh, I'm picking up on some kind of energy. Sorry. (coughs) And that's one of the things that happens. And today is a full moon. So 
there are always interesting energies to come up on a full moon. So um, I I want to talk for just a minute, and I'll have you talk about this too, Leslie, is, and that is how important focus is. Because just like I was saying, you know, doing something like pies, I can I can be focused on the doing. I can also be focused on the fact that I'm enjoying what I'm doing, but I can sometimes overuse my physical self. And what that means is if I'm focusing on that, I'm not as present in my wholeness. And um, so, Les, you want to say a word about focus? Um, sure. Um, I think that, you know, there are lots of things that come up that can get our focus um, distracted, so to speak. Um, like you said, when you're focusing on preparing uh, your meal or you're focusing on something that is um, needful to do in front of you, uh, there is an awareness you can bring to it that is one of enjoyment, of being involved, of being passionate about it or or excited or happy, whatever your choice is. Um, and when things come up to distract you, that's when we can lose our focus and can lose our sense of enjoyment, our sense of, of pleasure and gratitude. And um, and that's what we're going to delve into a bit more. And one of the things that happens um, around focus is that we have old attachments and habits. And... Um, it's kind of like they, we drag them around behind us, like we have a tether to something that happened to us or we're tethered to an emotion that comes up, say, at Thanksgiving. Because I know some of you may have a hard time with being in a family situation or maybe you feel lonely when the holidays come up or, or maybe you don't even want to um, celebrate holidays. So so there's there's then some kind of a tethering to a belief or a tethering to an experience that you had. And what that does is it really changes your present moment. And so part of what we want to talk to about today is some ways that we can manage our focus because it's up to us where we focus. The only trouble is that we also have what I call background noise. And that background noise is our mind chatter, the things that we're, we're hearing in the background. So like if you're having a, a really tough time and you've decided you're going to focus on gratitude, you can have some chatter in the background that says, oh, yeah, sure. Sure, I'm going to be grateful in the situation that I'm in. You know, it's, it's that part that is really attached to how awful things are. So it's like you have to deal with the background noise in order to be able to stay in your focus. And one of the things that, that we found is that you have to be quiet enough and intentional enough so that you can find out what the background noise is and you can find out what it is that you may be tethered to. And you're going to know that when you get quiet, by what you feel and what thoughts are going through your head. And so if if you 
would like to have a way of focusing yourself and not being in the constant background noise, we're going to give you some ideas about that because Alessia and I, and I know you two, have done a lot of things in your life to to figure out how to live in the moment, how to not get yourself pulled to something that's behind you. What we're going to show you is that that being able to use the vibrations of colors is one of the easiest ways to release these kinds of energies that tether you to something that keeps you distracted. So uh, first, Leslie, let's talk about what happens when we go into fear. Because I, I've noticed this for myself. It isn't even fear always. Sometimes it's what I've eaten. You know, because there are certain things that for me, like sugar and all the things you do on the holidays, that can take my vibration into a lower place. And so I have to be really uh, aware as I'm eating this food to bless it, to um, know that I that this is a special time and I'm choosing to do this at, that, at this time, but I limit the amount of that because when we go into... Um, this place of of uh, of being in the lower vibration, we open ourselves up. So let's talk a little bit about also how that happens when you have fear, that it, it just opens you up to a place that brings in thoughts that you may not want. Um, yeah, um, I guess I'm going to use a personal example for that because that comes to mind but um many years ago um many many years ago i would be going to my family for thanksgiving and uh, i have two other sisters and we get together and we go to one of their homes and we'd have it and um i my relationship with them is were I was directly in relationship to one, but I had a very different relationship with the other one, and both wonderful for me and for them, but the three of us together didn't always get along <laughs> so i would I would go to this thinking, "Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, you know I just oh, I really don't want to have." you know, people getting upset at each other. I just want everything to be beautiful, everything to be, you know, easy and loving and all that kind of stuff. As I'm sure, looking back, that's probably what they wished too. (laughs) But, um, you know, just that anticipation of, oh, dear, oh, dear, it could happen, um, changed my focus from, you know, being responsible for my own um, uh, creation of it and my own response to it. So by the time I got there, I had I was tense, my shoulders hurt, um, you know, and I was really feeling it in my body and ready for it, you know. And hence, I did not have as fun a time as I would have had had I just gone in my, you know, happy self. So. Um, it did bring my energy level down, did bring my vibrational level down. And, um, and you know, sometimes that would happen. Sometimes it wouldn't, but 
didn't matter because I would feel badly in either case. So that's just one example. Well, and the thing that happens when vibration goes down, we are much more susceptible to this tethering to uh, emotions or thoughts or beliefs and that kind of thing. And usually when the vibration is lower, we're not even aware that we're tethered to that. We're just operating out of it. So I think it's really important to pay attention to what you're thinking, what you're eating, how you're going into something. And I'll tell you one of the ways that Leslie and I have found that it's really helpful is if you say to yourself, if there were a color that I could send ahead of me into this situation that would help me, uh, what color would that be, the first one that comes to mind? And I'm just sitting there thinking about my own situation, and I'm thinking, I'm going to send yellow ahead to the family gathering tomorrow. Because yellow is really about being very clear about who I am as my personality self, as the human that I show up as. But that human then is also, for me, it's connected to the purple, which is my intuition, because that's the wholeness of who I am. And if I go into that with the help of this vibration, this beautiful yellow that I'm seeing in my mind's eye, it will help me to be a lot clearer. And I really have a good time at family gatherings, but that isn't always, it hasn't always been the case because I am on a very different track in my life journey than the other people in my family. So for me, there was a period of time where I felt like I was almost invisible, like I, was, I wasn't as important as the others because I wasn't traveling on the same track as they were. And I have realized over time that that was a very important piece for me because it allowed me to understand that I had to come to my complete understanding and acceptance of myself. And I couldn't do it based on someone else's acceptance it had to be me that had to accept myself. And so that was really an important understanding that shifted my whole experience with my family because I don't go in with any expectations they will, that they will understand any of the work that I do with color or that they'll even be interested in it. And I go in as a listener. I go in as a vibration of love. I go in with the anticipation that I'm there just to have a good time and I, I and I join in to what's going on, and I don't pull back like I used to, and I don't put out these expectations that are another way of judging. So I think it's really important for us to recognize that we can set the tone before we even get there. And that's one of the ways to create gratitude, because I really have a lot of gratitude for my family, even though they're very different from me. And um, and I'm learning to really appreciate the differences, not to judge them, and to learn something from being open to who they are and what, what they believe. So um, yeah. I think that that's really important. You, is there anything you want to add to that, Leslie? Oh, no, just that that is a place where you come to in it and really realize that you you are creating it and you you when you bring no judgment and you um take it as it is and be grateful for it and you know all of that opens up the connection between you and the other people and um you have a lot 
you know, you have a wonderful time and, you know, that connection can be had and things can be learned from both sides. And, and I appreciate that like you do. Yeah, and it took me a long time to get to that place because I think when we have our own self-esteem issues, it makes it harder for us to come to that place of accepting others. Yeah. Can you hear me? Now I can. Can you hear me? Oh, interesting. So it's I've been off the air for a few, little bit. <laughs> okay, I'm here. Uh, sometimes my earpiece, I was using my earpiece, and sometimes it, it does weird things. So anyway, I'm glad that you let me know that you can hear me. All right, so where did you, was the last piece that you heard? Um, we were talking about, the um, how we are with our family and how we've come to this place of, you know, being able to be open-hearted and grateful and, um, you know, uh, non-judgmental when we're there. Okay. So um, what I wanted to move into next is um, some practices that I've learned that really helped me to stay in the place that I want to stay in, in, in gratitude. So uh, one of them is it's so important how we start our day. And one of the things that I like to do is to start my day before I even get out of bed. I, I breathe color, and then that's for balance so that I'm in a, in, in a balance within my, my uh, physical self and my beingness before I even get out of bed. And then the other thing I do is I think about what it is I'm grateful for. And, you know, there may be days that you've had a really rough time and it's hard to find something you're grateful for. But it can be something as, as little as I'm, great, I'm grateful for this bed that I'm in. Or I, I'm, just, I'm just grateful that I'm alive. <laughs> I mean, we, it, it just starts wherever it is that you can start with, with gratitude. 
So, uh, Leslie, is that one of the things that you do? Oh, yeah. Yes. I do those as well. And, you know, that that helps to create um, that day ahead. And also, you know, I also do what you mentioned before is sometimes I will, uh, if, if I'm awake enough, I will remember to send, um, you know, a color ahead for my day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing is that um, if I'm aware even as I'm lying there in bed, if I'm aware that I am um, moving into a place of thought that is not very helpful to me, then one of the things that I that I do is I um, I just imagine that the, and I just I don't try to make it a particular color anymore. I just ask the colors to come in and dissolve that tether. That, that energy line that connects me to wherever those thoughts are coming from. And I ask for that to be dissolved that, so that I can be right in the present moment, not bringing in a whole bunch of things that I'm dragging with me from the past or worrying about something out in the future. Uh, the other night I was, I was um, going to be having a meeting with someone the next day and we were having to work out, out some some things that uh, we needed to come to an agreement with. And I, and I was sure that we could get to that, but my brain was going to, there has to be a solution. And I would go, now we're just going to let that go. We're going to give that up to the highest, and I'm going to go to sleep. And I and and I would go into that place, and then my mind would go, we have to come up with a solution. And... I finally just got up and got out of, out of bed and stayed up for a little while until I was really sleepy, and then I was able to go to sleep. And before I had gotten to that meeting, I had set, uh, sent a color ahead of time. I had uh, my intentions for whatever is highest. I had checked to see if I had any ego involved. Was I open to whatever was highest and best, even if it wasn't exactly what in my mind I thought was the best. And I felt that I really was there, that I was open. And so the conversation went really well, and it was an opportunity for the two of us to come into an alignment that worked for both of us, which I knew we could do. But it's like the mind still gets attached to, I've got to be in charge of this, you know. And so we, ha- when we're aware of that, we can find ways to shift that so it doesn't stay in that groove. So um, there's there's also an opportunity to create uh, a gratitude journal. I haven't actually cre- created a journal, but I do journal probably three out of uh, three days a week at least. And um, usually it's just when I feel a real desire to do some journaling. And often it will go into things that I'm really grateful about. And sometimes I realize how much I'm not paying attention to all the things I'm grateful for. Because I am grateful, but in doing this journaling with it, I'm, I'm going, wow, look at that. There is so much to be grateful for. And um, even to be grateful for the things that we're learning from, even to be grateful for difficulties that have come and taught us something. And I know that that's really hard for people to understand, is how can you be grateful for something that was so painful? But sometimes I also know that I'm a really stubborn person. 
And sometimes the only way that I get to a place of of change within me is when I have to go through something pretty difficult. And once I come out the other side of that, I've learned something about myself and I am able to make the change that is needed. But um, I didn't used to think I was stubborn, (laughs) but I think I am stubborn. I'm an Aries, and Aries tend to be very focused and pretty figure that they have pretty much all the answers. And I'm not so much there anymore, but I do have a stick-to-itiveness kind of thing within me, and sometimes that can turn up as kind of a stubbornness. So I have to look at that and be aware of when when I'm being stubborn and when I'm simply sticking to something that I want to uh, complete. So, Leslie, have you ever done a gratitude journal? I have, yes. And um, uh, for me, the the times that I've done them usually tended to be when things were starting to really go uh, wacko. (laughs) And, Mm And... and I had noticed that, you know, I was running around and feeling, you know, overstressed and, you know, tired and just, you know, and it would just build and build. And then I thought, I'd think, oh, I know where this is leading and this is not good. And um, yeah. uh, so I would start that and that really made a difference because it brought me back to my center and it brought me back to my awareness of what is going on around me instead of the very thing I seem to be so involved with and um, needing to have, you know, control over all these things that were happening. And, and um, so when, um, when I began to write it, you know, I, I thought too, man, I really have a lot and I could put a lot more down. And it seems like for me, when I get to that point, I feel like I'm back in my center and I feel I'm back present in the moment. And when that happens, it's like, okay, I'm back to myself again and I can, I can go from here and I can relax and enjoy the ride because otherwise I miss it. It goes right by me. And then I wish I had done that later. So, yep. Yeah. And I think that the, the journal just kind of focuses you on what you know but are not paying attention to and and that is part of being intentional because if we just keep going on the same route which is what you were talking about if you just kept going there you burn yourself out you aren't happy you're not having a good time (laughs) and and why live like that you know and there's no point to staying in that kind of energy when we don't have to so here are a couple of things, a few things that I find that are really helpful to me. There are sometimes I absolutely have to connect with nature. I need to go for a walk. I need to go just out on my porch and take a deep breath and notice the trees. Um, I, I no longer have cats. Mine have passed. But I have a friendly cat from across the street. And the, this cat's called Whitey. And Whitey comes and sits on the chair on the porch, and I'll go out and pet Whitey. And that's, to me, that's a wonderful way to go, oh, Whitey's such a nice companion, and I don't have to have Whitey in my house with all the fur. <laughs> so uh, I'm very grateful for Whitey. And uh, the other thing that I find is that it, 
paying attention to what it is that takes us into that lower vibration of fear or discomfort or unhappiness or whatever that is, we have to stay aware because we're just, as humans, we just get going in a direction and if we don't stay aware, we we aren't able to stop that and choose something different. And then um, I think it's important sometimes to, I like to have fresh flowers in my house. I find that that is very, a very happy thing for me and something that, that really, I, I, every time I notice them, I find my heart opening in gratitude. So uh, we are coming uh, to the, to close to the end, so I'm just going to say a couple more things and maybe you'll have something to add to that. Lastly, um, the other thing is sometimes when I really want to change my mood, I just call a friend, somebody I know that I can enjoy talking to. Or maybe I'll sit down and write a note to a friend, do something for someone else that might that might change their day, and that seems to, to help change my energy. Uh, wear, wearing something that's really happy is fun too. And uh, looking at something that you admire in another person Anyway, there's a lot of ways, and I know you have ways. It's ways of shifting your energy. So because we just have a couple, uh, another half a minute, I just want to remind you to go to thepowerofcolor.com, and um, we have so many ways. There's a way on there to find out what your favorite color is. Have some fun with that. Anyway, we will look forward to you at the next time, and we will be doing color card reading. So let's say thank you for being here and with me. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. And we, yeah, we will see you all next time. (laughs) Thanks for being part of the Power of Color Radio. Join us every second and fourth Wednesday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 p.m. Eastern for a half hour of colorful information and transformational experiences. In the meantime, you can find us at www.powerofcolor.com.